Yeah, what's wrong with the beer we got? It's for jugglers and jugglets. Listening to the best best friends podcast in the world. Who do you think you are? I am. All right. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back to uh, the Best Best Friends podcast. Uh, we are echo free, but now we are we are echo free, but now we have the jitterbugs. Yeah, so uh, we'll we'll figure it out. Sweet. Um, yeah. So uh, hopefully for the last time, let's get into. We'll do real quick. You know, guys, bear with us. We'll we'll uh, get rid of this choppiness here. Um, we'll get. We're just gonna do our intro real quick. I guess. Yeah. Let's do. Yeah, the let's intro. do. Let's do intro real quick. All right. Yo. Welcome back, everybody, to the greatest podcast that exists in the history of podcasts. It's your number one source for all things craft beer related. The internationally acclaimed Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops. Oh, wait, hold on. What happened? Did we lose everybody? Uh, no, he's back. He's, he's back. back. All right. Yeah. So it's a Cindy Crawford approved podcast of hops. High fives. Ooh. Ooh, which is everywhere. Ooh, thank you. Yeah. And friendship. Uh, I am your host, the crispiest of boys, the king of the butt rock. Click, click, boom! I always want to just like rest my forehead on the mic every time you do that. <laughs> uh, Tom. <laughs> and I'm your other host, the Royers Ford Rattlesnake. Oh, going a little out of order there. Just going short. I just wanted to make sure I played my music though. It's Dan. Man, we are all out of wax right now. <laughs> oh, all right. The, the new, so we're going to be moving to a, a new platform next week. And uh, thank thank you to Dan. And, uh, you know, just uh, we're going to dedicate our, our our song this week to, uh, to, <laughs> to Dan. Uh, coming in, you know, getting rid of the, just the awful, shitty Skype. Skype platform that, we have that we've had yeah. to suffer through. Yeah. <sighs> so next week we're going to be, uh, you know, fingers crossed our, our, hopefully it's our test pancake goes, uh, goes well. And we'll talk uh, about that later. Yeah. We'll, uh, we'll talk about that a little bit later and, uh, you know, hopefully next week we'll be on a new platform. So, uh, we were hoping to get it this week, but man, just, there's so much going on. It's too much, too much, too much going on. Anyway, we are the best, best friends podcast in the world. Dan. You're the hero. You have hit the pinnacle of butt rock. It's just butt rock worlds colliding. Like you've like you've hit the zenith of butt rock. I don't know if you can go any higher than this song. It's hard. Little Kroger and Josie Scott action. Come oh on. man, Nickelback and Saliva come thir- together. Let's make me more thirsty. Let's uh, let's introduce our guest. All right, returning guest. Yeah. Um, we want to do some house cleaning. Okay. Yeah, we'll do yeah. that. Let's do. The, yeah, let's do some house cleaning We're first. We're all out of wax right now. We're all out of wax. All out of wax. 
I have no idea what that means. Um, but yeah, while he's messing with the uh, camera here, guys, just always want to say subscribe, rate, review, uh, subscribe to the podcast so you know when it comes out. Uh, subscribe online to the Twitch so you can watch the stream. Um, you know, help us show up better. Uh, give us a rating and uh, give us a review. Uh, we want scathing reviews. I want to read them on this podcast. I just want to read just sad things people say about us out loud to sad Hulk music. So, uh, guys, give us some reviews. Also want to tell you guys about our partnerships here first with Breweries and PA, which is the leading source for all things Pennsylvania craft beer, connecting beer drinkers to the PA breweries they love. Check out breweriesandpa.com. Follow them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at, you guessed it, Breweries and PA. Yeah. yeah. All right. And I think, hey, we're back. Hey, look. Hey, we're not, we're not jittery anymore. Yeah. All right. Um, we're always, uh, as always, we are still a part of the Hopped Up Network. Hopped Up Network is an ever growing group of independent beer podcasts. Check out all the other podcasts on the network at www.hoppedupnetwork.com. Man, that was quick. Woo. That was right. a new record. I know. I need it. We need it. We need to get some beers here. Yeah. We need to get the beers flown. All right. Tim's uh, just staring at us, fumbling yeah. through our intro right now. So we're joined, uh, I would say, like. all anymore. You can't see us at all anymore? Nope. That's oh. okay. Just keep staring forward and then you'll have us. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird, but it's fun. All right. So uh, there we go. We're back. There you are. Oh, hey. There we are. You're back. <laughs> and we're choppy again on our. <laughs> that ruined everything. Oh, oh my hey. God. Uh, all right. We're going to figure it out. We'll figure it out. Don't worry. Um, I think this, I think it's kind of fixed. I think. It's kind of fixed a little bit. Um, all right, cool. Oh, no. No, it's, not, it's all right. It's all right. It's all right. We're figuring it out. We're figuring it out, guys. This is. I was telling Tim about the hand, uh, the old yeah. hand test yeah. there. Yep. <laughs> Did you like my delay there? I was like, one, That's two. That's great. No, no, still, still off. All right. We're, we're back. We're, we're full on here. Um, all right. Uh, so I would say legacy guest. Legacy guest. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like that. Uh, so Tim, uh, we're, we're joined by, uh, the owner and now head brewer. I mean, I guess you've been just head brewing ever. Yeah, yeah. Just he is wears many logic. hats. Yeah. He is yes. odd logic personified here. So that is it. So, I am odd logic. So from <laughs> odd logic brewing company in Bristol, Pennsylvania, Tim Shaw. Thank you, Tim, for coming back on with us. Um, uh, thank you guys. If you guys have been following the podcast or the, uh, our whole, you know, life, of the podcast, uh, our first live anything. Yeah. Our first live <laughs> podcast at a brewery was at odd logic outdoors, outdoors. Yeah. yeah. It was a live outdoor, outdoor podcast. We weren't allowed inside back then. No, we weren't. And we had to have, we had to have, uh, we had to have salads with our, yeah, you our guys beers. still serve salad. That's how long ago it was. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, we had cool salad bowls. Yeah. We had lots of guests, lots of drinks. I had great beers. I had the best Cobb salad I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> um, all right. So yeah. let's, uh, let's, uh, let's get into the, these beers and, uh, all right. And, and we'll, we'll, We'll let the uh, the conversation start flowing here. All right, so we're gonna start off with. You want to start off with In Bruges? Oh yeah. Which one's that? Guy? There you go. That one. So we're gonna start off with In Bruges. It's the uh, the Belgian Pale Ale from uh, Odd Logic. Um, and while we talk about the beer, um, guys, we're getting closer to uh, sorting through all the photos of beers we have, so we can check them into Untapped. But you can follow us. And all the beers we have on the podcast in that little cesspool they call Untapped. It's Best Best Friends Pod, Best Best Friends P O D. 
God, I miss, I miss those last week. I missed them so yeah. much last week. I, I felt, I felt just, it all felt wrong last week. Uh, it all felt wrong, but you know what feels right? We're here with Tim and we yeah. got drinks mild logic. All right. So we're going to, this is our second Belgian pale ale on the podcast. Yeah. It's a favorite style. And this is the first one you've ever brewed, correct? Yeah, it is. Um, so typically my Belgian beers are big. Um, I do a Belgian strong dark ale called the ground below. That's nine and a half percent. Um, big body fall beer. That'll come back next month. It's, uh, notes of cinnamon and nutmeg and a little bit of fig. It's pretty awesome. Big fan favorite. And then I have another one that's a golden strong ale that is, uh, 11%. Uh, so, and and other than that, you know, saisons here and there, but I really wanted to do something that was going to be lighter and more like summer crusher, uh, but still had that Belgian funk to it. Oh, totally. Yeah. And so let's crack this thing. Yeah, crack it. I'm getting thirsty just watching Tom like and just sit there. Yeah, you don't have to crack it over there. He's got it on tap. Yeah, he's got it on tap. <laughs> so give me a little countdown here. Three, two, one. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. God, Sweet. I miss I miss how the cracks sound on these mics. <laughs> They're always so crisp. You're not allowed to go on vacation anymore. <laughs> Without making sure I'm fully prepared on this end. If we're gonna do a mobile <laughs> podcast i think I, we might be we might be prepped for uh for future vacations now i know we're 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 getting there we're making we're making moves all right oh yeah this smells great guys tim, tim cheers sancha right, appreciate you oh i like that so i um I was out at the brewery picking up the beers and uh, sat down, had some. Um, Did I, you have a Cobb salad? No, I had uh, I had a bon, I had two bon me hot dogs. Oh, nice. Yo. Yeah. Those are the best, right? Yeah. Slurp early. Bon me hot dogs. Life changing. They're uh, they're pretty outrageous. Oh, man. Um, I, saw, I saw the food truck when you were going like advertised. And I was like, this son of a bitch right here. <laughs> Yeah. That's my guy, Drew. He's gonna be, he's gonna be here all throughout the fall, man. So stay, stay tuned to the Instagram page, because I got Drew booked up like eight or nine times between September, October, November. Oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Their their menu. I, I mean, I just want to go back just to try like everything on their menu. What was the name of the spot again? I forget. Slurp. 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 Yeah, yeah, that was it. Yeah, a bunch of ramen. So Drew is cool, man. Drew, Drew's a private chef by trade. And uh, the slurp truck is kind of like his side hustle. And it's just so it's his avenue to have fun, which is amazing. I've never seen like ramen in a food truck before, too. And that was when I saw like just the pictures that you guys like had on there sliding through. I was like, oh, man. Yeah. And then he's got he's got Korean barbecue tacos and quesadillas and wings and Dan Dan cheese fries and like just crazy stuff, man. Oh man, we're getting deep into a food podcast yeah. now. Yeah. No wonder we're in the top 196 of food uh, podcasts <laughs> on Apple Podcasts. Look at us just sitting here drooling over food while we're <laughs> drinking beer. So uh, back to this beer. Yeah. So uh, so I went out and picked up the beers at the uh, the brewery this weekend, and I was like, well, I I'm here. Made the trek out to Bristol. I gotta sit down and at least enjoy one beer. So I oh, I course. chose the uh, the Imbruges. 
in Bruges. So are you going to continue to yep. mispronounce? I'm just like sitting here. <laughs> yes, like, I'm Delco garbage. Yes, I'm going <laughs> I'm to keep honest, mispronouncing I it. Him, I want him to mispronounce it for the rest of the show. It's going. To, it's going to happen. It's the inner. It's my. I'm surprised he got your name right. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's my inner Delco. It's oh, it's in Bruges, huh? Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. So I had that, and uh, I was. I talked to Tim after when I was checking out. I was like, man, it was. It, this is really enjoyable. Uh, the the Belgian yeast comes through, but it's not overpowering. You don't get those huge like banana esters from it. You know, yeah, the clove yeah. and yeah. stuff that really like comes out. It's real yeah. subtle in the background. Yeah, man, and, and and like I was telling you then, it's that's the cool thing about Belgian yeast strains because it's like different. And really, any any yeast strain, really, but um, it's like different temperatures different, bring out like different, different things. Yeah, yeah, different temperatures. Uh, what even pitching temperatures. So like with this one in particular, I pitched it at a higher temperature and let it free fall, um, over a course of a couple of days. So I actually pitched this, which sound it's going to sign up. I don't know how much you know about, uh, temperatures and fermentation, but I pitched this yeast strain at about 80 degrees, which is really, really high. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then I let it free fall all the way down to 72. And then it sat there, uh, for the rest of the fermentation. And it just came out beautiful, man. I really, really, truly enjoyed it. Yeah, I guess that, yeah, that would help to like kind of eliminate like the bit, like the more banana fruit esters mm-hmm. and stuff and give it like almost like gives it a nice little crisp, almost dry finish to it. Yeah. So what did you hop it with? Uh, this one was uh Hallertau Blanc and middle fruit. Okay. Those oh. are some, I, I don't think we've had any beers with, I know we've had them with Hellertau. Is the yeah. Hellertau Blanc different from like a? They're both they're both Hellertau. So it, it, yeah, they're just they're slightly different. Okay. Um, and but to so again, time and temperature, right? Um, with this, I I pitched every I, I pitched all the uh, the hops late in the boil. Five minutes left. I added all the Blanc and then the middle fruit in the whirlpool, uh, almost like I just brewing my, my traditional pale ales because I wanted to kind of stay away from those spicy notes that those hops give off. Mm-hmm. Because if I added those all throughout the boil, you're going to get much more of that earthy, spicy, floral flavor um, that you're not really seeing right now. You're getting a, a touch of it. Yeah. That's why I wanted to keep it yeah. light. It's a little, it's, like it's a, a little finish. On yeah. It. It's, it's nice and clean. It's got a little bit of that pepperiness to it. Yeah. Um, just this slight little mm-hmm. bit. It's not, you know, you're not getting like a, a crazy bitter. It's not, you know, it's not like a, an IPA or like a, like a double IPA where you're getting like crazy hop forward. This is like, it's a, it's, it's like an amalgamation of everything, you know, all, everything all together is working really well. Oh, totally. Yeah. I, this is a favorite style for me after, um, our episode with, uh, brothers Kirshner, we had their Belgian exit. Ooh. Yeah, and that was a Belgian I've heard ale. such good things about those guys, and I have yet to have any of their beers, so that's awesome to hear. I'll have to check that out. Yeah, so they, they brought theirs on, and they, they're a very traditional, you know, style brewery, and having this is just solidifies my, like, this is, a, like, a top oh, yeah. favorite style for me right now. Awesome. Yeah, yeah, I mean, everything about this is just, it's really enjoyable. Like you said, super crushable. Uh, it's not something that's going to weigh on you, 5.4% alcohol. Um, that's what I like about yeah, it. Like getting all of back. the, um, like feels of like a Belgian with like a nice dry, easy, like drinking finish. And, uh, there's no, uh, I mean, not that it really matters to 
us, but for the untapped for, for you guys, yeah, it's for, not uh, enough uh, untapped. <laughs> Um, just, just not enough marshmallow for the hype beer. <laughs> no, uh, it, it's getting some love on. Uh, oh, awesome! On the tapped. Yeah, we're there. We go. We're hovering about around like a three seven five four. It looks like I got to be honest with you. I never check on tapped. That's a. It's probably a, a good thing to do. We've. I, we've I really don't, man. Like so, it's funny though because I have a lot of customers that are like huge on untapped, and they'll come in and buy the like. I release uh, two to three new beers every Thursday mm-hmm. and Friday. And they will uh, they will come in and be like, listen, um, I you haven't added this one to Untapped yet. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I'm, I'm going to be honest with you, it hasn't really been on the forefront of my thing to do today. So <laughs> why don't you add it? <laughs> I mean, that's, I, as you know, Dan and I, uh, I we talked about it last week. If you're on live stream with us, we didn't put out an episode uh, audio. You know, we again, we apologize about that. We had yeah. some technical difficulties. Um, I should never be driving. Let's just say that I should never be steering the ship. When Tom's on vacation, it's like leaving the skipper with the boat. And I'm just like, I have no idea how this thing runs. Um, <laughs> what does this journey thing do? <laughs> um, but yeah, we talked about it last week. We, uh, Dan and I did a collaboration brew with naked and I make the mistake every so often of checking the, uh, untapped on it. <laughs> Uh, and it just, every time it makes he sends me a screenshot and he, I can tell he's pissed. Like he just, I, he doesn't say anything. He just sends a screenshot. I'm like, Oh yeah, he's pissed over there. Very tasty. 3.5. It's like, why? Dude, <laughs> Nothing makes so sense. This, this is why, this is exactly why I never checked these things. So I was fortunate that I started, um, I started doing beer festivals probably three years before I even opened. So I, in the beginning, when I was doing those beer festivals, I was like, man, every morning after I'm like on untapped, like, well, how, how are people rating it? I'm getting upset over things, <laughs> but I, I opened the actual business. I quickly realized like, this is all bullshit. It's all oh, bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I had a guy here, this, this happened a couple, like maybe, a, maybe a month or two ago, our latest IPAs over the, since like April, our IPAs have been crushing it. And uh, a friend comes in and he comes up to the bar and he's like, I was going to get a four pack of the new IPA, but man, I just pulled up on tact and it's got a, a couple of really bad reviews. And I'm like, oh, okay. So I pull it up and I look at it and the guy who gave it the bad reviews was still upstairs. <laughs> I had his, I had his tab open. So I'm like looking at his name and I'm like, holy shit, that guy's here. <laughs> so he comes downstairs. I don't mention untapped, but I'm just like, hey, man, how was everything? You know, he gave yeah. the IPA 2.5. Oh, and I was like, how was everything, man? And he was like, dude, I'm so glad we found this place. We were just driving by everything. He's like, everything was incredible. We can't wait to come back. I, I didn't mention untapped one time and he just ran and ran it and raved about the experience and the beers. Oh, man. It, it's one of those guys that want he raved. He rated every single beer at 2.5. I was crying when he left, like dying in tears, laughing, laughing at myself. That's, you know? That's why it's like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I, I got to commend you for, for, you know, self control. Yeah. Like, <laughs> dude, I, I look at that, so, like, dude, you, you're just now it, it, you see so many of these people, people just do it just to have the clout that they the like. Cl- exactly. They oh. just want to have that low rating clout that they, they, they know what well, low rating should be. That that probably is true, but there are also a lot of people that don't know what they're doing. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. there truly, is a, truly, but, there, like, but there's a one, ton of fi- one point seven five. Not a fan of saisons. 
Don't okay. drink a Saison. So, so <laughs> or don't, don't rate it. Don't rate. <laughs> there's that, but there's a lot of these fake ass Cicerones out there that are like, if uh, I if I rate everything in two point five, it's going to make me look like uh like a, I know a tough what, critic, right? Yeah. Like I know I'm being real tough. Like they earned that level one Cicerone badge. All right, they got that patch. Yeah. <laughs> They're, yeah. they're waiting for the weather to get nice and cool so they can yeah. put that scarf gotta, around their neck. We need we need to stop. We need to stop talking about this. My wife already warned me we we can't afford keep to keep buying uh, patching for the walls. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's got a stock and dry, uh, drywall. He's got a bunch of Monster Energy drink. He changed his name to Kyle. It's weird. Uh, Tom, this will this will help soothe you a little bit. Uh, about a month ago, I uh, I've been having this discussion with a friend of mine. Uh, for probably six months about making a black IPA. Okay. But I didn't want to do just the traditional black IPA. I wanted to try to do like a Northeast IPA and turn it black. So um, we mashed in like we were brewing just a regular hazy IPA. And then during the sparge, we steeped um, black Prince malt, a bed of it on top while it was sparging. So it was just kind of soaking the color. Ooh, okay. I wasn't sure what was going to happen with it, but halfway through the transfer to the kettle, the sight glass turned pitch black. And I was like, fuck, we did it. <laughs> Pitched the yeast, let it ferment, dry hopped it, the whole nine. The beer comes out, let it rip, dude. It was great. Pitch black, citrusy, juicy. What? <laughs> a mind fuck, really. But my friend Tom, it's funny your name your name's Tom as well. My friend Tom, who brewed it with me, texted me the next morning. It was like I can't stop looking at it untapped. <laughs> I was just like, I, honest to God, I haven't seen it yet. Is it good or bad? And he was like, it's all good. But I, I'm 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 obsessed right now, and I, I don't know how to stop myself from reading. <laughs> yeah, he needs like a support. Alone. You need a support group. Yeah, yeah. Tom's against not alone. untapped. <laughs> Tom, my my point is, if you ever need someone to talk to, <laughs> I'll, <laughs> I'll put you in touch. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so let's talk about. Uh, so you are brewing all the beers now. Yeah. Um, so a lot has changed mm-hmm. over the last. I mean, I'm only uh, almost I'll be two. I'll be two years old on Black Friday. Okay. So for people who might be watching this who don't know me or our story, um, I opened three months before the pandemic started. It took me three years to get to this point and really build this place out and build a brand, the whole nine. Um, Three months into it, we get shut down by a pandemic. It was uh, brutal, as anybody would imagine, right? Like it, I wasn't even doing takeout at the time and I got shut down to just doing takeout only. Now I had started this company with a friend, uh, who I met through a mutual friend seven or eight years ago. And he was the one who was already homebrewing. And my background is in design and marketing and business development. Um, more specifically, I used to design and build retail stores and restaurants for a living, like uh, okay. Dick's Sporting Goods, yeah. Pier One, Outback, Bonefish, Red Robin, Target, CBS, you name it, nationwide. Um, so I had the construction and design and marketing background, and he was more of a, just a home brewer, man, just, just kind of knew his way around a home brew. When I met with him, we started to talk about like I, I was always um, I was I love to cook for my family and friends, not professionally at all. 
um, but for my family and friends. So curiosity made me want to know more about how beer was made. Like that's how I got into home brewing. And he was just kind of the guy who I got into it with. He was already home brewing. He showed me a couple things. And I was more of the creative, like, that's cool, but what if we did this, this, and this different or added this? You know, so we started to brew some beers together and it started to take off to a point where I realized that I needed to turn it into a business um, based on the feedback that we were getting from competitions and festivals and all those things. But after we opened our doors, um, I still had my full-time job for the first seven or eight months. And, uh, I gave him an immediate salary and, um, you know, we were off and running. Um, but the complacency, especially during a pandemic, um, and, and just kind of, it, it almost got to a point where the dude stopped caring about beer. And uh, that was like a massive red flag immediately. Um, he wasn't drinking our beer. He wasn't tasting our beer. I was out here promoting and marketing and designing every label we have and working sun up to sun down, canning and selling and bartending and not making a penny. And then the shutdown happens. And we have to quickly transition to do takeout when we have never done takeout before. And uh, that was like a wild week because I had to get a can <laughs> seamer and can. And I had to design labels and get them printed. And I made it happen. And I sacrificed a lot of time away from my family. And then three months after that shutdown, I got laid off from my full time job, <laughs> uh, which was awesome. Perfect timing. My wife was about to give birth to our fourth kid, which made it even better. <laughs> and uh, over the course of that year, uh, we just stopped seeing eye to eye on things, me and him. And, and, and I had let him take over brewing operations so that I could run the business because I didn't think that I had time to do everything. Uh, but after after we hit the new year and things started to open back up, um, there were just certain things that were happening that I was just totally unhappy with. And I addressed it. And uh, I took over brilliant operations and removed him from the company. And uh, things have been seriously incredible since then. Like seriously incredible. I noticed now, you guys picked I, up speed for 2021. Like your releases, the cans, like you guys, yeah. you guys went hard at 2021. Super hard. And, and all the feedback has been crazy positive, crazy positive. Now I still kept my assistant brewer, Scotty. Um, Scotty's the guy, he's a young kid. He's 25 years old. He's uh, a go getter. He works ass off. And, um, He's here. He's down for the cause, man. So I have a cool process. I run it solely with Scott in the mornings. I come in, we go over our recipe. He does the grain while I'm doing the water chemistry. And uh, then we mash in. I take off and run my errands, I, you know, hit depot, restaurant store, giant, everything I need to get ready for the night. And uh, I come back, the mash is done. We transfer it to the kettle. I leave again, do some more things, stop at the house, see the family, come back, transfer to the fermenters, knock out, he cleans up, and I set up the tap room for service. Nice. So it's like we yeah, have a dynamic. cycle, man. 
yeah, just yeah. it's working so incredibly well. And yes, I might be putting in ridiculous hours and I'm away from my family a lot. But uh, I know for a fact that everything is now in my control and that with that being said, I get to steer the ship and control where it's headed. And and I'm now solely responsible for our future, which is amazing. That's an amazing thing because my standards are always going to be set super high and I'll never let that falter. Yeah. And you guys are going to continue to experiment like I just keep going and thinking about that black IPA. That's I know, like, I know, um, I you, you told yeah, that I story and <laughs> I'm just sitting here nodding to everything you're saying Bro. just in the back of my head. Like, man, I bet that thing tasted great. <laughs> Yo, do yourself a favor, hit Leah up and ask her what she thought about it. Uh, she stopped by, she stopped by like a month ago and had lunch with me and it was on tap. So ask her what she thought about the black IPA. <laughs> I'm sure she rated it higher than she rated our beer. Yeah, yeah. It's okay. That's a source of it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> all right. Well, speaking of your beers, let's, let's, uh, final thoughts yeah, on it final because thoughts I've, on. I've been finished it for about 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I really, I really enjoyed it. Like I, I did at the brewery, man. I, it's just, it's yeah. a really good beer. I really like the style. Uh, you know, it, it got really nice lacing on the, on the glass there. Um, look at that plastic lacing there yeah. too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. color was great. Uh, the flavors were all there. Um, oh, totally. I love that. It's like, it's like its own style. It's not, it's not a Belgian ale. It's not a pale ale. It's like, yeah, it's, it's like, just, it's got that hybrid. Yeah. It's its own thing. Jinx. Uh, yeah. I will not buy you a Coke. <laughs> all right. Um, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Really, really I liked it a lot too. Yeah. Like I said before, it's been becoming, as we've been doing this podcast, one of my favorite styles. And like this, just again, just solidified. And a rad ass label. Yeah. I think when we, I think when we, uh, lasted a podcast with you, you were doing those standard odd logic labels with like a label maker. It was really just the Crowler labels at that point, man. Um, yeah, I, I, uh, I, I dug deep into my design backgrounds. So again, like people who have been here before see the art, around our place that's inspired by my childhood. Um, I was a graffiti artist growing up. My mother's a fine artist. My brother is an incredible fine artist. Um, so that that's just kind of in my blood. I design every single label and I name every single beer that comes out of here. That's what I, I mean. I, I wish I could make like a, a career out of that, out of just like naming beers. Just being the idea guy? Yeah. <laughs> idea guy. Yeah. I just want to be not like professional. <laughs> What's that? It's not as fun as you think. Uh, I think I would love it. I think I'm I, I, a professional beer name. I love it for a bit, but I'm like, I'm like over a hundred beers in now. And I'm like, you know, I got to keep coming up with names every week. It's difficult <laughs> Times. I think it was what 196 beers, 191. Yeah, there you go. And, so, and so saith untapped. So saith. <laughs> so saith the little black book of untapped. Yeah. All right, let's get into a let's let's uh, let's journey into another dimension. Oh yeah. Yes. All right, this is this is my uh, yeah. This is, it's like my uh, wheelhouse for every beer now. We just did the Belgian <laughs> ale. We're doing this. So this um, this one in particular. I, uh, I, I did a little experimentation here. Okay. All right. This is a brand new strain. Oh. Uh, oh. That just came out about a month ago. 
Um, so I, uh, I dove straight into it uh, from one of my suppliers. I'm not going to give all my secrets away, <laughs> but uh, it is a brand new yeast strain. And that what they did was the company who I got it from took their basic haze strain. And uh, this little fella causes a uh, bio transformation inside of the fermenter that uh, brings out some of the coolest uh, tropical flavors. Um, it, it, it really pulls everything you want out of the beer during fermentation, the yeast, which is pretty awesome. Man. All right. Let's get a crack here. I'm very, okay. I'm very excited for you guys to try I'm, this. I'm, I'm salivating right now over <laughs> it, so I can't wait. Yeah. I'm, I'm super pumped for you to try this one, man. This one is uh, a big favorite. Ready? Yeah. Three. Two, one, do it. Softer crack. It was nice. It was nice. It was a. It was like a sizzle crack. Like you let it like build up. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm super jealous right now because it's sold out on Sunday, and I don't even have one. (laughs) Oh man, he's just looking at us. He's like, I'm just like, hey man, I remember that. That was cool. Tastes good, (laughs) don't it? (laughs) Great man. Thanks. We're like beer cucking them right now. but no big deal. We're just <laughs> totally beer cucking him right now. He's like, how's that, how's that beer taste? Tastes good, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> looks oh, great. <laughs> yeah. Dude, this looks, uh, oh, man. All right. Let's, uh, I was going to say, do you want to go uh, grab a beer, man? We can sit here and talk uh, about yeah. it. I'll, I'll just, I'll pretend. I'll pretend <laughs> that I'm having the same thing. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So we'll talk about this beer here then. So we got into another dimension here. So. This is uh, 8%. So, you know, I've, nice here. I've been really, I've been circling back around the IPAs. I've been, Dude, been really feeling, I'm super proud of you. I, I've been really feeling IPAs lately. Um, I don't know if it's just that people are brewing really good IPAs lately. I think so. Um, or, or, you know, the, the haze trend has kind of hit a, point where like it's like it's the, the the style is just nailed i think you're like a nat you're 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 a natural like contrarian so like right as soon as uh as soon as it started to die down and people are like oh the haze craze is kind of ending you're like i'm back guys and i really <laughs> like it <laughs> oh you guys don't like hazy haze anymore now they're my favorite yeah. <laughs> all right now that you have a beer we'll do a proper cheers hey slancha cheers, cheers man God damn, Timmy. Mm. God damn. Yeah. That's a bad little beer right there. That is uh that is eight percent ABV. It is Citra, Simcoe, and Strata. Ooh. And then uh, which was actually done in a uh, a multi-step process during the whirlpool. Oh nice. Um so I didn't I didn't just whirlpool and dump all three hops in. I kind of did a, a, a little step process with all three um, with Citra being the first one to go in and then Simcoe and then Strata more towards the end and then double dry hopped with all three of them. It's really nice. Um, it's It's got a good carbonation level. Um, I don't think any one hop shines over the other. 
it's a perfect like I, I think you you said the word earlier and I was I did not want to try and pronounce it on this podcast. <laughs> I'm so glad you took over right there. Thanks, Tom. <laughs> and um, it, it's like the perfect word to describe like the the hop taste of this beer is that like no one hop like stands out too much above the rest. It's like almost like perfect harmony amongst all of them. Yeah. You get like a nice citrus kick, but it kind of, it mellows out to that nice, like little bitterness, a little earth. Yeah, yeah. Pleasant bitterness at the end, a little resinous too. Super refreshing. Uh, for an 8%, very light on the palate. Yeah. I'm surprised. Doesn't drink like an 8% at all. Trick. Oh yeah. He's got a little trick messing with that water profile. <laughs> Put a trick up my sleeve. You know? <laughs> yeah. Very, no, it's very just, nice. I'd almost put this in the lawnmower beer category. It's crushed. Ooh, it's, I mean, it's yeah. crushed. I mean, this is like a Dan lawnmower beer because <laughs> like I would have like a yeah. hazy right after like a strenuous activity any day. But it's not like, <laughs> this isn't like you a. You drink two of them and cut your lawn and fuck it up. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, you drink them after. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like a, a typical like hazy that like I, I'm not drinking out in the hot sun, like something that's, you know, pillowy and, and thick and it's weighing you down. Like this is going down really easy. Excuse me. Yeah. Very dangerous. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably percent. Yeah. I'm already kind of like feeding through this little eight ounce pour yeah. already. So yeah. Yeah. After, <laughs> after about two or three of these, I'm cutting my neighbor's lawn all half, <laughs> half assed. I'm, I'm, cooking, long cut. I'm oh. cooking hot dogs for everybody. It's yeah. weird. Oh, haphazardly <laughs> starting like a neighborhood party. Yeah. Like black putting, party guys. Yeah. I'm putting barriers out at each end of the street. <laughs> Guys, it's block party. Come on out. <laughs> Only two people are out there and they're calling the cops. <laughs> oh, no, this is really, really, really enjoyable. It's got like a, it's got like a, a lemony, almost like a lemony flavor to it. Yeah, it's got, yeah, definitely like a lot of the citrus coming through. Mm-hmm. There's like, yeah. It doesn't have that like citra, like that, um, that like bitter, like a tangerine peel. Yeah. 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 It's a little bit more, um, like almost like a not sour, but uh, more like a, that lemony. Is this made with like a standard grain build that you guys do for your IPAs? Yeah, yeah. It's a it's a it's a mix of uh, basic two row uh, flaked wheat, flaked oats, and flaked barley. Okay. Yeah, it's like the mouthfeel on it's just incredible because it's just it doesn't weigh down on you like uh, mm. like some eight percenters that yeah you like normally have out there in the world this is yeah super crushable i like it i like a good uh carbonation bite in my ipas this has that like a little bit of that snap to it yeah it's got kind of snap snap it's got a little pizzazz pizzazz mm-hmm. <laughs> i like that a little pizzazz so it's it's sporting a uh, on uh, on untapped. Uh, <laughs> uh, it, it's it is it's sporting a uh, a four point one one. So it is. Uh, Tim Tim is using untapped through osmosis right now. <laughs> He's just we're, we're like the vehicle for him. <laughs> That's good to hear. I don't know. <laughs> I, I yeah I'd say. Uh, Love the can art too, and uh, incorporating the uh, the odd logic symbol into the uh, lettering. That's awesome. Thank you. <clears throat> yeah. So that came about, uh, the name and the label art came about because I got really stoned and went down and Neil deGrasse Tyson wormhole okay. about a uh, space time continuum. Was it that show he had on Fox? Cosmos? <laughs> another dimension. And that's, that's what happened. I was, I was fully expecting you to be like, there's so much galaxy in this. <laughs> yeah. Ew. Sweet. It's like, yeah, a lot of like, <laughs> 
space related beers you see it's because they put galaxy yeah. or like comet in or yep, something like that exactly. <laughs> i had i had one last month that was uh called to the moon that was the train galaxy ah there you okay. go there you, no, go. There you go you could have that <laughs> <laughs> it's like the low-hanging fruit for brewers they're like galaxy it's gotta be space related guys yeah you gotta do like a you gotta do a galaxy and comet and just call it like another space related beer <laughs> See, come on, idea guy. I'm the, the beer beer naming guy. Just like a po- like a, just a design. It's just a posted note on like the on the, like a silver label that just says another another space theme beer <laughs> with galaxy. Uh, all right, idea guy. Idea guy. I like this. So, um, yeah, we uh we went out to to Odd Logic and man, the uh the the uh the outdoor area was packed. Uh, which is awesome yeah. because when we were there, it was still like a good crowd, mm-hmm. but like knowing that it's packed, it's just like warms no, they, your heart that bre- like breweries are back to that again. Yeah. People were, so many people were coming out that they had to bring out extra tables. Oh, that's it. They're bringing out folding tables. <laughs> yeah. Nice. It's, uh, it's like Buffalo tailgate, man. It's, uh, I, my, so my indoor space can seat about 60 to 70 people inside. But my outdoor space with the additional folding tape can fit about another hundred. Um, so I, I have the ability to to house a lot of people at one time. And the amazing thing about this year, I would say since like end of February, early March, um, we've been slammed uh, to a point where I'm running out of beer every week. Uh, I don't know if you can see the board behind me, but like I kick three beers a week and I put two to three new beers on a week and it's really getting difficult to keep up with. But the only thing that means for me is that I have to grow, which is probably the most amazing thing that I could say with this, you know, last year behind us. I can't believe that I can say my biggest problem is I have to grow. Um, I love that part of it. The downside to that is growth takes time. So right now I'm in the process of purchasing this property. And with the purchase of this property, there's a whole front side to my building that I don't occupy yet. That's the same size as the room I'm in right now. Oh man. So with that purchase and that fit out of that property on the front side, I'll be able, I'm, I'm, so for those who don't know, I'm on a three barrel system right now, which is pretty small. I do about a hundred gallons at a time yield wise. Like once I'm, once I'm kegging, I yield about a hundred gallons. So that means about six half kegs and a couple sixtals. If that, if I'm double dry hopping, I'm, I'm lucky to get six half kegs, which I'm literally running through in a week. So our IPAs and our stouts especially are only lasting five or six business days. Uh, It's tough. I'm like constantly chasing my tail. But I just put a deposit on a 10-barrel system. So early next year, once we get this purchase settled and I take over the rest of the property and fit it out, I'll be able to triple production and plan ahead more often and stay on top of our tap list more and 
get some kegs out in the wild because all the local places around here, thank God, have been hitting me up like, we want kegs. And I'm like, dude, I don't even have enough kegs. Like, I Same. I want I kegs. <laughs> so, I would love that. I would love to get some, uh, you know what I mean? Like it's being able to do something like that is going to get my brand in front of more people. Right. Like, Oh, hell yeah. Is, is, con- so, is contracting out to a larger space an option? So the, the downside to that is the people who have the capacity to contract are so large. I don't know what I would do with it all. Then I would have to like dive deep into distro. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Like if, if, if I could find somebody who was on like a 10 or 15 barrel that had capacity to contract, that would be awesome. But the people on the 10 and 15s are having the same trouble I am. They're having trouble keeping up too because they're already in district. Yeah, exactly. So it's it, it becomes difficult. Um, sorry, my camera keeps cutting out. Oh, my wife good. keeps calling me. That's all right. <laughs> <laughs> where She's are you? I'm wondering where I'm at. Uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah, so it's you know I can't I can't contract thirty and sixty barrels. I don't know what the hell I would do with all the beer. Right. Like I yeah I could put it all out to the world, but then I worry about quality control yeah, because then like, I'm uh, not the guy behind everything that's happening. And I'm worried about, is it, is it going to be the same beer that I'm putting on tap here? It's, um, it's taking a big leap, like yeah, compared it, to like from it, your three to going up to something that big, that's, you know, you want to take yeah, those baby steps yeah, and kind so, of work up to that. So I, uh, I just, I believe, I believe in what I'm doing here. My team believes in what I'm doing here. My customers believe in what I'm doing here. So slow and steady wins the race for me. Um, we if it takes what until doing. next summer to get where I want to go, I'm fine with that. It took me three, almost four years to open. I created this logo in July of 2016. <laughs> <laughs> I wrote that business plan five years ago. Yeah. It, it, if you want to hear a crazy story of how Tim got to Bristol, Go back and listen to our episode. Yeah, listen, uh, listen to yeah. the first episode. Yeah, that, that has some. Uh, Before we brought on a hundred different people to yeah, talk to on that, that was uh, <laughs> that was a crazy, crazy story of just yeah. yeah, yeah. Go back and listen to it. I couldn't do it justice right now. Yeah, we can't do it justice by just summarizing it right, right now. Definitely um, go back to the episode. Let's talk about uh, let's talk let's, about this. Let's go back into another right, dimension. We're, yeah, we're we're both about to <laughs> wrap up this beer. We're like motoring through these yeah. uh, eight ounce pours. Yeah. We're like 16, uh, 16 ounce like conditioned right now. So like we just <laughs> we're drinking while we're talking, not knowing that we only have eight ounces, and then we get really sad when we get down to like this. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm, I'm coming back around, uh, on, on IPAs. Uh, you love I, to see it. Yeah. I, I don't know what it was. It was just one day. I don't know if it was, uh, he just woke up like an old curmudgeon, I, like his, I, yeah, I his knees cracked and he was like, I hate IPAs. I mean, it was like, uh, you know, I was, I was feeling the, uh, the West coast IPAs. I still do. I mean, oh, I'll, yeah. I'll, I'll always I love Westy. Oh yeah. Um, but I, I think uh, my wife's friend was giving me a lot of those elder pine hazies, uh, hazies, yeah. and I was just like, "All right, well, I feel like obligated. Like I got to drink these." And she was like, "Your enabler." She's like, "Here, yeah, have some of these. They're really, I mean, they're really good." Um, but it was like I was like, "Okay, you know, these are 
I, I can't hate on IPAs. They're maybe good just, beers. Maybe just one hit. It won't get me addicted. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want this shit. And it just goes into that like weird montage in Forrest Gump when the guy's like sitting on the bed and there's like a drum set behind him and he's got the needle in his arm. <laughs> it's just you with like, you're just like free basing IPA. <laughs> <laughs> I got one of those like pier one <laughs> keg things that I always see yeah. advertised on our, un- or our, uh, yeah, the our little Instagram. CO2 keg, yeah. little mini kegs. Yeah. <laughs> Oh man. Uh, yeah, I, I really, I really like this. I love the, the way the hop combination worked together. Um, harmoniously. Yeah. There yeah, we go. There you go. I used a big word. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, citra was over. It wasn't too citrusy. It wasn't, it wasn't too bitter from the Simcoe. Uh, I think, I, I think the strata was the glue that held everything together. <laughs> strata is the glue. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. Yeah. Kept it all together. Um, I agree. Um, perfect harmony amongst the uh, hop flavor. Uh, really tropical on the nose, which was nice. Um, and the uh, just the profile of like, like I said, the mouthfeel was very light. And that grain bill just had, it, it made it crushable, which was awesome. So like having something 8% that goes down that easy is one, dangerous, but also really fun to have after you mow the lawn. So cheers on that. Yeah, I love it. Um, all right, so let's get into our next beer. Because uh, I think we have two more. I think we'll end up doing two more beers. Are we going to go back? Go back? Uh, go back in time to the first episode? Yes. Again? Yes, we are. Uh, so we're going to do Long Liveth. Oh, uh, all right. I need it. A north, a northeast Philly special. So uh, yeah, this Long is a uh, Bucks County northeast Philly special yeah, right here. Yeah, this is the uh, we're speaking to that crowd right now. Uh, so Long Liveth is uh, is. Odd Logic's Cream Ale. Uh, if, you, if you're a longtime listener, uh, we did Remember the Titans, uh, the yep. original Cream Ale on the first episode with Odd Logic. Uh, so oh, now we, we're doing Long Live. Long Liveth. Remember the Titans. That was the one we brought home, too. I remember yeah. having oh, that. Yeah. I remember having that for like a week or two afterwards, oh, just yeah. being like, this beer ruled. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you grabbing some glassware? Yes, sir. So, uh, while you're grabbing the glassware, I'll just like briefly talk about this. So is this like a completely different like recipe or is this what Remember the Titans evolved into? Uh, it evolved into it. Um, it's not too different grain wise. Uh, the difference between the two, um, this one is hopped with Citra and Cascade. Oh. Uh, and then also dry hopped with Citra and Cascade. Oh. Oh, yeah. so this is going to be, uh, sounds like my kind of cream ale right now. <laughs> All right. With, was solely cascade and yeah. not dry hopped. All right, Dan. All right. Three, two, one. Man, it was like a nice delay too. It was like crack, 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 crack. It was nice. It was a good buildup. I so applaud your efforts there. Tyrone Bigums. Crack, 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 crack. Peanut butter and crack sandwiches. You know what, Joe Rogan? I had a lot of penis in my mouth. Oh, it's nice. So did you go with like the American style cream ale, like with the, uh, I guess the grain base and everything on it? Absolutely. And uh, the name comes from the fact that I believe that the cream ale, the long liveth, and it's pretty simple. Long live the cream ale, man. Cheers, Boys. guys. Slancha. They, they say this is the bastard son of the German lager. Oh, okay. I like that. Cheers. 
Oh, this is different. Mm-hmm. Very different. <clears throat> hmm. It's crazy, man. You get a lot of uh, a lot of the dry hop on this. Yeah, I, I believe that comes from the fact that the body is so light. It's like, it's like I I just spritzed a little a little lemon. Yeah, just a little lemon a little into like lemon a, into it. like a like you wanted to class up a cream ale, so mm-hmm. you threw like a like a lemon in it. <laughs> lime. Is it lime? Oh, is it lime? Okay. Oh. Oh, is that is that the little uh, secret ingredient on that? It is. Oh, okay. <clears throat> Went a little little uh, a flavor of a uh, Mexican lager there. Just a touch of lime. Yeah, it's like the uh, it's like a Mexican ale. I was hoping that you would pull that out. <laughs> I got citrus. I was close. Lemon, lime. I was getting that too, and that's like I thought it was like because I got like a citrus bitterness. So I was like, am I getting the dry hop on that? And then as you were talking about, it, I'm like, yeah, it is some sort of like citrus in there. Now this is a quintessential lawnmower beer. Agreed. For sure. Um, I, again, for people who don't know, um, I can't lager beers here yet. So my cream ale may, made the cream ale long liveth because it does not need to be lagered. Um, it's what I can do with what I have at the moment. I can't wait to start making pilsners and lagers. Uh, like I said, early next year, it's coming, but the cream ale will never be gone. Not here. Oh, you can't not in your area. Like just where, yeah, where you're located and we've talked about it on numerous podcasts Mm -hmm. with not only you guys, but also like naked and, yeah. Who else did we talk? I mean, we've talked ad nauseum about the cream yeah, ale, but yeah. definitely naked with their buck naked. Mm-hmm. But um, just how the cream ale kind of dominates in that area for like not just the craft beer community, but also like the blue collar community that comes in. You know, I think we talked about that with non very too. important. That is very important. So I have a large part of my customer base that. Um, are believe it or not, believe it or not, <laughs> beer geeks don't rule the world. <laughs> <laughs> I I will agree. I work at a brewery, and like the uh, non-beer geeks are the ones that are always there, and they're always hanging out. <laughs> so I uh, I have a, a huge part of of our customer base that comes in. Uh, with friends who like craft beer and they're just like, I don't really know what I'm doing, but I drink, you know, light beers. That's all I know. Uh, do you have anything that's like Heineken or Corona or Miller or anything like that? And I'm like, check the cream ale out. And they instantly fall in love with the cream ale. But it, it becomes kind of their gateway, you know, because the next time they come up to the bar, I'm like, well, if you like the cream ale, check out this pale ale or check out this Saison or check out this Belgian. That gateway and beer. Then it, yeah, and it kind of snowballs. Um, it's awesome, man. It's a, it's a cool thing to be able to get to introduce people to craft beer. I don't know if we talked about this last time, but what was your first intro to craft beer? Oh, good question. Um, I think... Uh, We've talked about it before. Yeah, Um I think, I mean, it was like a, what it was, uh, was it New York pizza? 
Yeah, so we used to go to New York Pizza Place up the yeah. street, um, and we would like always get their bombers. Yeah, they would have they would have uh, victory bombers. Yeah, big victory bombers. So we and, uh, and trogues. They would have trogues. Yeah, yeah, they would have troganator, troganator, dirt wolf. Uh, that was victory. What year? Yeah. What year are we talking? Oh, uh, uh, seven or oh eight. Yeah. I think yeah. that's when we Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. seven, oh, eight, oh, nine. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That was, I think that was, and that kind of led us to, uh, we got into like Rogue Dead Guy was a. a well, so, uh, so that, that's where I was getting. I would say it was probably around 05. Um, yeah. Dead Guy Ale, my brother gave it to me. That was 22 the, ounce bombers. Like, back I mean, in the, back in that, that I had, you know, tried a, a, a variety of beers, but not real craft independent, right? Like yeah. more so like international. That's what know, Rogue had on their label Steiner. too. Mm-hmm. Did yeah. they say like, like craft independent or something? Beers, a ton of Belgian beers. Yeah. But never anything like American craft. And Dead Guy Ale was like the first one that really blew my mind, man. That I was just like, whoa. This yeah. is way different. Yeah, we had with that and uh, Yards Brawler was a big one oh, for us. Oh, yeah. yeah, Brawler, Brawler was. And then we would go to uh, Weyerbacher, uh Merry Monks for Christmas. Yeah, so every Christmas we'd get a, we'd, uh, get a 22-ounce bottle of that and yeah. just get nice and that, warm. Weyerbacher used to kill it, man. Insanity, Blasphemy, Tiny. Yeah. I used to crush all those beers. We have, we have Tiny and Merry Monks right behind us. <laughs> <laughs> We just had uh, we just had Maddie from uh, yeah, their new head brewer. We just had him on. So so check this out: the first, the speaking of trogues, the first beer that I ever brewed was a Mad Elf clone. Okay, (laughs) went horribly wrong. (laughs) (laughs) The worst fucking thing ever. What do I do with these cherries? I have no idea. I have so much money. that, (laughs) That I was all cool with, but I at that point like I was. I didn't know anything about the actual packaging process. So like I tried to carbonate like bottle carbonation, like with oh, priming okay. and stuff and it just never carbonated. So it was just like, oh. a, it was like a sweet wine. It was fucking God awful. See, we, were, we had drink. the, we had the opposite experience of Dan and I's one and only experience with brewing with the Mr. Infamous beer? Mr. Beer kit. The Mr. Ooh, beer kit. Mr. Beer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, we're, we were brewing beer. No yeah, big deal. No big deal. <laughs> you know, um, just out here being professionals. Yeah, we, totally. we, we did a West coast IPA. Uh, <laughs> and we, yeah, uh, I think it was, it was still an American IPA back then. They no, didn't no, have no. That. It was West coast. It was West coast. Well, that in the style guy is just an American. It's still West coast. It uh, said yeah. West coast on the, West Coast inspired pale ale or something. Oh yeah, like oh like a Sierra um, Nevada. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it was a Sierra Nevada clone. Is basically what it was trying to be. Try, yeah, because um, that was the hype beer back then. And it was the same thing. It was you had to you had to uh, bottle carb the the beer, and I put too much sugar in them, <laughs> and it just it was like it was like Doctor, you know, Doctor Brown's tonic, uh, you know, magic elixir. Like it was like. <laughs> He just pours it in there like in his experiment. It's just foam pouring out of it. <laughs> Dude, it, it was the most, yeah, it was like a science fair volcano. Yes, and exactly. he was just like, you want some beer? It was the most carbonated thing I've ever had in my entire life. <laughs> this is one of my favorite things. Uh, well, and I mean that uh, jokingly. <laughs> uh, customers like to bring me homebrew. Oh. 
And they also like it when I open it in front of them. Oh, and drink and it and fry it. And how's it taste? How is it? <laughs> it's terrible. <laughs> uh, I love them. They're great guys. But like the one he was like, just open it now. And I'm like, uh, fine. OK, we'll do this. Pop the top of the bottle and it just fucking gushed. <laughs> like, oh. I looked at him and I was like, that's not a good sign. <laughs> First impressions. Not good. <laughs> yeah. Oh, he's like, well, it's an IPA. And I was like, well, was. it tastes like party wine. <laughs> so maybe something went wrong. Oh, your, uh, your beer just did what, uh, what these, uh, it, what these fruited sours do. <laughs> yeah. Just high tech. That's also, that's also probably the guy who gave me 2.5. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> oh. It's just, it's funny that you said barley wine because I just, there's sometimes I get like some real like high test, like triple IPAs. And when I drink, I'm like, this is a barley wine. Is <laughs> like, oh, it's just so like boozy. <laughs> oh, is, is dogfish 120 uh, an IPA? I don't know, man. At 120, I, I would say like, it starts getting like, yeah. I mean, it would, um, it's almost like a barley wine with that booziness. Yeah. That, yeah. It's not an IPA. I love that beer. It's classic, yeah. but it's not an IPA. 60 was my, I would say like right after the beers we discussed, um, I started <laughs> bar backing at this like, yeah. local bar and my shift beer was always a 60 minute. Yeah. So I remember, um, again, around that same time when, when my brother introduced me to dead guy, um, I have an uncle, my dad's brother is a uh, sports writer. Um, awesome guy has traveled the world covered the Olympics the whole night always has the best stories he came to visit us and I told him oh man, I you know because I knew he, he was into beer and I'm like this I had this dead guy ale it's so good and he's like yeah I love that beer he's like you ever have a dogfish 60 in it and I'm like I don't I don't even know what that yeah, means exactly I just <laughs> I remember the, an IPA I remember seeing the label just being like oh that looks really cool yeah I kind of want to yeah. have that <laughs> Oh, you gotta try it. And the first time I tried it, I thought it was so bad because I never had anything. I didn't know, you know what I mean? I had no idea what it was. This is, this is where Dan and I's craft beer journey. Like, yeah, there was like a fork in the road. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Dan went, Dan went super cat pissy and, uh, Oh yeah. He was like, I need more IBUs. Please give me more <laughs> IBUs. I, yeah. Yeah. They handed me a rifle and like stuck me right into the IBU wars. Like the higher, the better. Like I was in there just getting the high test IPAs. They were like, I was like the bitter, the better man. <laughs> cool yeah, cut. yeah. I was when single when single cut first came out, they put bombers out and the one was like called like a double bonbon TNT yeah, something. Yeah. It was like 144 IBUs. Was it, it after a hundred? There's no difference in taste. Like you can't taste it yeah. after that or something. It, it fucking took the first layer of skin off my tongue. <laughs> it's like you ate a whole one of those whole like one pound things of a uh, sour patch kids. Yeah. I think the reason why I liked like the, the piney and I was like a huge, like, like whiskey guy. So like I would always yeah. do shots of whiskey right. and like the bitterness you got from whiskey. I was I was like, so I get that the whole time in a beer. Yeah. I'll take that. <laughs> Meanwhile, I was like, I was like, I need something. I need something darker than the stout that I'm drinking right now. <laughs> yeah, dude, you just wanted Yeah. You just wanted total black. Yeah. Like total darkness. Yeah, I wanted, I wanted to drink the abyss. <laughs> Speaking of that. Ooh. 
beer right here. Oh uh, my god, the spray paint blur- can that is fucking Damn dope. It. Is that blurry to you? A yeah. little bit blurry. But oh, fourteen percent. I can read that though. Fourteen point five. Dude, yeah. that can so the can is, label slaps. This is uh our ultra flat black. It's inspired by a spray can, clearly Krylon. Um I was a graffiti artist my whole life. Yeah, but, I remember uh, when you guys put out that label. Boy, I put out a few months ago, and a uh, a customer told me last week that he had one left in his fridge, and I was like, "Dude, I'll next time you come in, if you bring me that can, I will uh, I will let you drink for free all day if you want." And he did. And he did. <laughs> and he did. <laughs> and he did. So, uh, I wish that we were doing this in person so that I could open oh, this fellow man. with you. Um, That's also what I like about your social media for Odd Logic is when people bring beers to your place and you're just uh, pouring it out for everybody. Like it's it yeah, always man. looks like a party. I'm just like, God damn it, I want to be over there right now. <laughs> Dude, I love it. And like I love it. And now it and now it actually like I didn't realize what I was doing with that. Like I was just kind of posting like, Hey, this guy shared this beer with me. It was really cool. Now people are seeing that, like you said, and being like, Hey, I want, I'm going to bring some beers. So now I just get Daniel just inundated with beers. (laughs) I get brought an abundance of beers every week, man, from all over the country. It's awesome. Daniel, we have a, I have a lot of Wawa beer. Oh yeah. We still have to do that. Yeah. We could do a Delco uh, podcast with that. We, we, should. Could, we could take some Wawa beers over to over to Tim. Get some hoagies. Yeah. Head on over to the Odd Logic in Bristol. Yeah. <laughs> you want to have? You want to? You want to drink some Wawa stouts with us? Get a water ice. Uh, it's gonna be a hard pass. <laughs> hard pass. Okay. All right. All right. What are Wawa stouts? I don't even know what this is. No. Uh. So. Uh. Wawa collaborated with Two SP. Uh, okay. Delco the, Stout Kings. Yes. Over, nope. over the, the holiday season and put out beers in two of their locations. No shit. Yeah. So we got. Uh, I've heard of the Sheets and Neshaminy Creek hot dog. Horrible. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is like a legit like the, it. it All it is is I think it was just a. Uh, a coffee stout. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. So Wawa coffee. Wawa did a coffee stout, and then they did the coffee stout, and they conditioned it in whiskey barrel. You have a whiskey and a rum, right? Did we? Did I get both? Yeah, you got a whiskey and a rum. Yeah. You're telling me that there's a Wawa coffee whiskey stout? Uh huh. So now you're intrigued. Okay, so we piqued your interest. So I'll save this then. Okay. All right. Well, uh, all right. Yeah. I, I would say, uh, yeah, we, I, we well, have to, we, we might have to go out there and party a little bit. Yeah. So uh, yeah, we'll let, uh, it's, it, I, it's been sitting down in my fridge aging for, uh, since Christmas. All right. So I'm in, I had, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I love that. Oh yeah. So yeah, we'll have to do a live thing there. I mean, so, dude, that, that's like the only bad side of like this chaos. Like I, I, I used to be all over new releases and I used to trade like crazy all over the country. And, uh, now I have, I'm fucking lost, man. I have no idea what's coming out from anywhere else. Cause I'm so involved. Yeah. Here. I was going to say you're, like, you're, you're odd logic though. You've got, it's, it's hard to get out of that bubble because you've got everything is, going on there. It is. 
So I can't keep up with anything else. And unless, like I said, people bring me stuff and I'm just like, Oh shit, this is cool. Like, um, guys bring Tim your beer. We're going to start like a, um, one of those like yeah. SPCA, like Sarah McLaughlin commercials. We're just going to play sad music. And we're just like, you know, just, just <laughs> one beer. <laughs> I think we got to go the opposite direction. Just one be beer like, can a day can help Tim get some be beers. That he, music. <laughs> <laughs> just, just one can a day can help Tim get beers that he hasn't heard of yet, but he really wants to try for just one can, yeah. one beer can a day. You can go and enjoy a bond me hot dog. Yeah. You, you could possibly drink for free if it's good enough. Yeah, that's the move. That's the move. That's the move. All right. All right. So since you're going to put that away, because we're going to we're going to try that yeah, and I'll, set up something. Put this Let's get a beer going and uh, we'll come back. What's the uh, what's the next one? We're on three, right? Should we should we should we do it, Dan? Which one? Do we do it? Yeah, let's do it. Uh, All right. We're, we're going to do, do it. it. We're going to do it. We'll, we'll do it. I'll, I'll do it for Tim because he's been All such right. a he's been such Woo! a great guest. And, you know. Yeah, maybe he maybe he might turn me around on it. So, so for all all of you longstanding listeners and and viewers, uh, you know that Dan has a hatred for two things. He has a hatred for watermelon and he has a hatred for wheat beers. So naturally, we're going to be drinking fresh like that. The watermelon wheat beer. (laughs) Uh, We're going to see how it goes. Uh, I had it. It you was, should have saw my face um, when we were chatting Tim on uh, Instagram about setting up this episode. And he's <laughs> like, the wa- the watermelon weed is doing real well. And I just didn't respond. I was like, Tom, I'm going to let you respond to this one. <laughs> I responded exactly how you yeah. expected. <laughs> Look how happy Tim is. He's just like, yeah, let's crack it. <laughs> That's right. I can't wait. <laughs> All right. Actually, we I had a um, while you're you give it 1.5 and say <laughs> I hate watermelon as your comment. If you do that, your next beer's here for me. Oh man. <laughs> I would I would never sully somebody on Untapped. <laughs> I would even for the free beer. <laughs> I go the opposite direction. I don't care. I would love it if you Oh, look, it's one of my kids. <laughs> Got all the kids. <laughs> <laughs> all right let's, let's crack this thing all right three He's like, two when are you guys one. gonna be done soon enough. i think that's everybody watching this time <laughs> I, I forced him to come here straight from soccer practice so he's not happy he spoke he spoke for our audience <laughs> oh man we did have one question come through on the uh twitch chat here um something about um something about dogs at your uh beer garden was there is there like no longer dogs allowed or no, what's going they, on with that? They are. Oh no. Oh, they I don't are. Know. Dogs are welcome all the time. Oh uh, yeah. Apparently Tim gets distracted by dogs in the, in the beer yard. And he just, <laughs> he's like, he just has dogs. ADHD. He's like, Oh, look no, a retriever. I, <laughs> the only, the only thing that I get from people, uh, pe- <laughs> some people don't understand why I won't let dogs inside. Um, I don't, I don't let dogs inside because, our space, as you can see behind me, like wall to wall, very narrow, man. Um, yeah. I don't, I don't have a ton of space uh, for dogs to hack out inside. So when dogs are inside, people can't move around. Oh like, yeah. You have, you're like stepping over them. It's it's kind of chaotic. So I don't let dogs inside, but dogs are always welcome outside, man. We have our yard is full of dogs every weekend. It's pretty awesome. 
Oh, that's yeah. I was gonna say I remember there being dogs when we were there yeah. last time. Yeah. yeah, yes, there was a very tiny dog staring at me the whole time I was. Uh, <laughs> I was eating a, a hot dog about the same size of the uh, that dog. <laughs> All, All right. right. All right, here it goes. Slow go. <laughs> Dan, I, I gave you. I've been extra, sitting here on the nose, just going extra special beer out of an extra special glass. Oh, thank you. Oh yeah. All the water. Wow. Yeah, look at his face. Certainly is watermelon. <laughs> <laughs> There's the watermelon. <laughs> there it is. That's the that's the flavor I hate. You know, you advertise it as a uh, a watermelon Jolly Rancher, and that's what I feel from it. Boy, howdy, does it taste like a watermelon yeah. Jolly Rancher? Now I'll say this: I I do not like watermelon. <laughs> I do not like wheat beers. I do like watermelon Sour Patch Kids. I don't know. So I don't know how they. Right. I don't know how they like escaped and got into like my heartstrings, but I think it's, it's I, probably the sourness. It could be. I think if you if you don't like sour watermelon, I think you get classified as a domestic terrorist. <laughs> you just go right to Guantanamo. Bay. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean this has like a nut. It does have a nice like, like you said, like a watermelon candy kind of flavor to it. I would say like, for some reason, like the watermelon fruit itself. When people are like, oh, it's got fresh watermelon in it, I'm like, oh, great. Have you ever like? Like watermelon, sure. I mean, it, it tastes like it tastes like you know water and a little bit of sugar. But have you ever like smelled a watermelon after somebody cut it? Never has a good smell to it. I don't Honestly, like regular, like just watermelon is kind of boring to me. Like, yeah, like if I were to eat a slice of watermelon, I probably wouldn't. You know what I mean? You're never like, oh shit, watermelon. Oh, yeah, yes. Let's pick up some watermelon. Yeah, it's like someone's you know like, I mean? hey, I got these watermelon slices. You're like, sure, I'll partake. Yeah, exactly. I'm not going to go out of my way to be like, like cutting them up. And like my wife gets it for her and our daughter and they just, you know, they eat all of this watermelon knowing that I have never going to touch that Tupperware in the fridge after she, after she, after she gets the little baller out and does the melon ball thing. She's like, they're both just over there, like throwing up fingers at you. Yeah. They're like, mm, yeah, so tasty. And I'm like, oh, that sucks. Did you get anything else? <laughs> I'll just be over here eating my healthy cantaloupe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, do, I do like cantaloupe. Ugh. Cantaloupe's the worst. It's the worst melon. <laughs> Nah, the other one is the honeydew. Honeydew, that's the yeah, one. that's the one everybody passes over. It's that worst yeah, shit. They're, they're both pretty bad. Yeah, cantaloupe. When you get the right cantaloupe like piece in the uh, fruit cocktail, I like, like I like a good cantaloupe. Yeah. No, uh, hard pass on cantaloupe. Uh, so when you when you when you uh, when you brew a cantaloupe wheat beer, <laughs> then uh, uh, that's coming next. And Dan's gonna turn around on wheat beers. I feel like wheat beers just kind of weigh a little bit. Just talk about Too yourself much. like Ricky Henderson. Yeah, Dan's yeah. going to turn around on wheat beer. Dan's yeah. thinking, Dan's thinking he that Dan likes wheat beers now. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Dan might pick up a watermelon tomorrow. You never know. I'm just going to start cutting it and just like yeah. I'm going to send you just like a video of me just ASMRing it for me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. Yeah, man, this is uh exactly as advertised. It's a liquid sure. Jolly Rancher. Uh. So when I tried it, my wife wasn't nice enough to uh, wait for it to get up to uh, the muggy. Uh, I mean, it was only like 78 degrees, but it felt like 175 degrees. Um, 
So she waited for it to get nice and uh, outdoor temperature. Oh, okay. Um, so she was like, oh, do you want to try this? And I was like, yeah, well, now I guess. <laughs> um, it's a little hot. It's been yeah. sitting there for a while. Just a little toasty. Ba- just been babying it. <laughs> I, I took a sip. I was like, it's probably be good, really nice and fresh and crisp. Well, she takes like like hummingbird sips out of it. She's she, just yeah. like, she's like, a, she just like flutters above the thing and just like, just, just a little taste. <laughs> Much better straight out of the fridge. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it very refreshing. Um, good deck beer. It is very refreshing. Um, wheat beers, I feel like I like stuff that's kind of weighs heavy on the palate, like IPAs and like, you know, like bourbon and stuff like that. I just, I, I don't know what it is with the mouthfeel on wheat beers. I just, I've, I've never appreciate them or, you know, never prefer them, but. Yeah, this has a nice refreshing, like mm. like a candy watermelon to it. Yeah, uh, which you know I can definitely get behind. It's it's got a it's got a, uh, for all you Instagrammers, it's got a it's nice, got a nice color to it. To it. But yeah. I don't know if you can see it through that six stained glass on there. Paps blue ribbon. <laughs> I love I love me some stained glass. Uh, Hell yeah. yeah. <laughs> I yeah, very 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 enjoyable. Um, I will say. You made something I would definitely try and go. Yeah. It's all right. All right. It's all right. All right. You got it. You Coming got it. from a guy who hates watermelon and wheat. Yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. I'll say it's all right. <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> I really, I like it. It's a, um, it, it, it's like a, <clears throat> I would say it's almost like a fresher version of the Heller High watermelon. I would, it's got a, I think it's got a nicer mouthfeel than Heller High Watermelon. Yeah. Heller Hell High Watermelon is like, if I were to put like a like a sign that says like "Don't put this in my fridge" and like hang it over my fridge, it would have that beer. As my, <laughs> I mean, I love Second Amendment too. Or was it no Twenty uh, First Amendment? Twenty First Amendment. Yeah, Twenty First. Yeah. I love Twenty First. I love guns too in my Second Amendment. <laughs> but uh, I love Twenty First <laughs> Amendment. Um, their uh, IPA is great. I just hate that beer. It just, it never sits with me. That that was my former go-to beach beer. And it's one of the highest rated pictures <clears throat> on our Instagram that I took. And I hate it so much when I go to like so, look at our Instagram stats, it's the highest like liked photo. Tom, I, I used to love that beer too, man. Um, I would say probably like 10, 12 years ago. Yeah. That was like a summertime it crusher beach, beer for me, man. Dude, like, beach I liked beer. it a lot. That was like the, the, Thing that like having the cooler on the beach. Uh, yeah, you have a couple of those, couple couple limeys, couple little couple little. Budweiser. I remember limes. just like shooing your hell or high watermelon out of the way so I can get my all day IPA out of it. I was just like, can you just move these out of the way so I get my founders out of the bottom? <laughs> hey, can I have this all day IPA in the roasting sun on the beach? It's an all day IPA. What part of all day did you not understand? Not all day on the beach, Dan. <laughs> it's not a beach beer. <laughs> Right. My favorite beach beer would oh, have to be uh, Westbrook Cucumber Lime Goza. Oh, we had we, so we had or no, I had I had it on our live stream that you were not a part of. I wasn't <clears throat> Westbrook Key Lime Goza. The awesome key, as well. No, key Lime Pie Goza. Key Lime Pie Goza. Awesome as well. Yes. If you can get yourself some of the cucumber one do that i'm a big fan of cucumber and beer so yeah. I would, dude I would speaking of that um local guys close to me second sin 
just put out a, a gin and tonic inspired sour Ooh, ale. I saw that, yeah. Cucumber and lime, and it's really dope. Because I was drinking gin and tonic on the beach last week. Right now, right behind me. Yeah, why didn't we do this over at Odd Logic? He's got like a fridge full of just like beers. I'll go, yeah, sure. I'll, I told uh, you. You, you make me want to have a $100 Uber home. <laughs> we should have done this here. All right. Man, this, I, I'm like, excuse yep. me. This says it go, you go on the, on the turnpike. Yeah. Yeah. That, no, no, that's right. Keep going. Just keep going on the turnpike. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what, who did we just have a cucumber beer from? Um, at Rebel Hill. We had Rebel Hill. Yes. So, yeah. so we had the cucumber IPA at my, uh, I work, I bartend at Rebel Hill and they had an amazing cucumber oh, cool. IPA. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Cucumber. Cucumber goes in anything. I know, and we had uh, the cucumber. We, we do it. Uh, we do it. We. I, that's why it turned me on to the sour because we serve cocktails here as well. Um, we. I, it's this is one of my favorite things about owning this business. I have regulars that come in here that don't drink beer. Oh man! So you like turned them onto your cocktails. Yeah, they just don't like beer, but they love the vibe here. Yeah. They like hanging out here. They like spending time here, which is so important. That is and cool. I take a lot of pride in that. For one of our cocktails this summer is a cucumber lime gin and club. Ooh. And it is. That's my favorite drink. If I don't want a oh, beer, man. man, that's my favorite drink. You want to go split skis on that $150 Uber yeah. for my logic one so. night? I think so. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. I'll have, yeah. have to go split skis and just take that nice hour long masked up ride home while we listen to. We'll, we'll Uber, we'll Uber XL it. I have, I have cots for friends. <laughs> <laughs> I you love can it. sleep here. Uh, just wait. All right. Let's uh let's wrap this thing up. Uh, Tim has family to attend to, and oh, of course, and I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm actually almost done. Won't stop. <laughs> the, wife, the wife keeps cutting our video out. Like I, yeah, it's a whole. It's I'm a gonna, whole thing. I'm gonna shotgun the other IPA in this fridge just to get the watermelon out of my uh, <laughs> out of my mouth. <laughs> no, so a uh, quick little story on the other IPA that's in that fridge. I, I mentioned earlier my my assistant brewer Scotty. Um, that is Scotty's uh, first recipe that he that uh, that he wrote himself and brewed here. Oh, that's uh, awesome! So that's where the heir apparent came from. Uh, it's done with the uh, Julius yeast strain from Imperial Organic. Oh, and he wanted to kind of riff on like Julius Caesar and Augustus. Uh, I I did some research. And uh, found out that Augustus Caesar was Julius Caesar's only heir apparent to the throne. Uh, so that's how the heir apparent was born. Ooh. And I hope you guys enjoy that one. It is it is oh, uh, Citra, El Dorado, and Idaho 7. Ooh, Idaho 7's been popular oh, these days. Yeah, man. Enjoy that beer for me, please. Yeah, we're going to make sweet, sweet love to that beer. Yeah, I'm going to shotgun nope. it after this. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, <laughs> All right, Tim, Yo, th- th- thank you very much for, for coming on with us. Uh, uh, yeah, guys, I ch- check them out. Uh, Odd Logic Brewing uh, dot com out at Odd Logic Brewing on Instagram. So, yeah, I, I in, sure. did not do it justice enough. Uh, they have a great space. Uh, the inside of the of the brewery is sick. You have the upstairs, downstairs. You have the outside area. Oh, yeah, We didn't even get to explore the upstairs last time we were there. No. Oh, man. Got a video game station with Nintendo and Super Nintendo and about 80 games 
Yeah, all right. Well, all right. Well, why you is might that kid bored right now? <laughs> yeah. The whole nine. Why is that kid bored right now? He just keeps pacing. I'd be up there playing games. <laughs> just start Super Mario Kart and just and let him be there. Man. Uh, he wants to get home and play Call of Duty with his friends. That's all he cares about. Side scroller, side scrollers beat Call of Duty any day. Um, <laughs> side scrollers for life. Yeah. Um, right. Uh, yeah. So go check them out. Uh, they have the outdoor area. Always have great food trucks uh, at the brewery. Um, doing great beers. Um, so. Go check out Odd Logic yeah. Brewery. And, Follow them uh, on social. It's yeah. going off. Yeah, I mean yeah. the food pictures. Get the, out! To I Bristol. mean, you guys like you. You took tw- you took twenty twenty one and just ran with it with all your releases, man. It's been a ton of fun from a distance, being that like we talked to you during the pandemic, but just seeing everything just like growing, just over here being like, God, I can't wait to get back out there again. Yep. You increase the guys. hype, man. Seriously, I really appreciate it. I love everything you guys got going on, and it's the same. I watch you guys grow your brand from afar as well. And I appreciate everything you guys are doing for craft beer in Pennsylvania. Um, kudos, man. Thank All you guys right. for having me. All right, guys. Get a little, uh, choked, get a little choked up here. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, remember, uh, subscribe, rate, review, uh, yada, yada, yada. We do this on every episode. Uh, uh, five stars, write a review, whatever, uh, you know, five stars. That's the big thing. Five star party. Um, Write us a scathing review so I can read it to some sad Hulk music. Sure. If you, if you like this episode uh, with, with Tim, uh, we have a full catalog online for you to go back and listen to. Uh, so go back and check out uh, all yeah. of our other great guests. And follow us on social with. media. It's at best, best friends pod. That's best, best friends. P O D. I miss the P O D drop so much. I yeah. miss them so much. <laughs> I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Uh, <laughs> uh, what else we got? We have Facebook, uh, YouTube. Uh, go check out our YouTube. Dan's putting up some. Great I'm, clips. I'm trying to pull some good uh, video clips. Yeah. So uh, what are we I've, at? YouTube.com slash best, best friends pod. Uh, just go to our, uh, just follow us on social media. Go to the link in our bio. Yeah. Cool. I have no um, idea what the channel is actually called. Yep. And if, uh, <laughs> it, 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 yeah, yeah. Send, it's probably called Dan. <laughs> uh, For all I know, I don't YouTube. know. YouTube.com slash Dan. <laughs> I'm like boomer uh, YouTube. I, I'm like, how do I upload this video? It's just a picture of Dan I just looking. now learned how to put like title like labels on them and everything. So I, I'm growing up. I still can't open a PDF, but I'm growing up. <laughs> the hell's a JPEG? <laughs> JPEG? Uh, all right. Uh, yeah. If you have uh, suggestions for brewers, uh, breweries, uh, you know, beers you want us to try on the podcast, send us an email. Uh, oh, yeah, best, we have an email. Yeah. Best, best friends pod at gmail.com. That's best, best friends P O D. Open up the mosh at gmail.com. And if you're not on Twitch on live stream, what are you doing? You're missing out on yeah. our glitchy starts. Yeah. Glitchy. Starts. Well, hey guys, it's going to get better though. Yes. Hop in the, the, the live stream, get on chat, ask some questions. We'll answer the questions for the brewers. Uh, we'll ask the questions to the brewers and they can answer them for, for us, for you, to you. I don't know. Whatever. Why do you like watermelon? Twitch.tv <laughs> slash best best friends podcast. That's twitch.tv slash best best friends POD. Cast. Um, all right. Yeah. Uh, next week. <laughs>
<laughs> Next week, we should have a new Love streaming it. service that we're on. Oh, um, yeah. So, yeah, we're getting rid of the glitch. We're getting rid of all the crap. Um, we're draining the swamp. Yeah, I, mean, I just want to thank you guys for putting me on before that happened. Yes. Oh, no, we just, well, we just set up a date. We're coming down there, all right? And we're coming down there with a brand new streaming Oh, my service. God, yeah, it'll <laughs> be like, so seamless. It's way better next week on the next <laughs> To be honest, this, guy, this is, I don't want don't to say anything right now, but this has been like a pretty... Pretty good episode, you know, other than the fact that it started off pretty. I mean, glitchy. video, video wise, <laughs> video yeah. wise, audio wise. Perfect. Mwah. Oh, we're an audio medium that tries to stream guys. And we're yeah. trying our best. So we're going to be moving over to StreamYard. StreamYard, baby. Yeah. I got it. I got a, I've got a sizzle reel for it. I can't wait. Yeah. Let me get it ready. So we're going to, we're going to do, are, are we announcing? We're going to do a. Just a, you know, follow us on social media. We're going to be doing like a test stream, kind of almost like a, like a little like Facebook live kind of test stream just to see make sure it works you know yep. get all the bugs out of it uh we're gonna drink some beers talk about it hey um this is gonna make us seamlessly seamlessly be able to bring on guests while we're on the episode too so hey maybe we can talk to some people about just having them come on while we're talking things so, are happening things maybe, are happening you so. gotta get on the live stream folks uh all right um we had odd logic on obviously for one of the reasons and we're going to have Tim on a lot of times, but yeah. yeah, for one of the many reasons we had you on is because we're going to start having some people on that are going to be on the four local beer fest, the remix. It's going to be coming up on September 18th. Uh, make sure you give them a follow. It's at four local beer fest on social media. Um, go ahead and click the link in our bio for tickets. Uh, so we've got the website set up in our bio so you can go ahead and buy tickets. Yeah. Um, so go ahead and check that out, guys. It's uh, it's in there. All right, everybody. Dan, I just want you to know. I miss this, too. I love you. Always have. Even though it gets me a little red <laughs> sometimes every time you do it. All right, everybody. Remember, it's not goodbye forever. It's just one more. <laughs> Tim treats POD like Dan treats watermelon yes. when he appears. I've yeah. had enough. <laughs> <laughs> you All say right. watermelon, I say POD, okay? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Tim, thank you very much for coming on. We will uh, oh, thank you guys for having in, me, man. Be in touch. I can't, I can't wait to come out there and uh and and share some Wawa beers with you. Oh um, yeah, man. Anytime. All I'm right. here. Everybody remember, uh Jeffrey Epstein didn't kill himself. That was a Clinton family. Why you keep <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. This is best, best friends podcast. Are we, are we labeling 81? Is it 81 already? Well, this would be 82. Oh, this would be 82. 82. Oh, right. 82. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. Best, best friend podcast. Episode 82. We out. See you. In the books. Friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. Best best friends pod hosted by Dan and Tom. This podcast is hosted by two bros. By two bros. So crack a beer and laugh at some videos. Videos. Superhuman jump through barbed wire bricks. Fuck this shit. Hang out with little.
lunchbox become a cluggerlet, yeah, a cluggerlet. Sometimes I'm a stouty boy, sometimes lazy, and this podcast is both, so it's all for me. With best friends pod, hosted by Dan and Tom, Cindy Crawford's a fan, how could you go wrong? So many pods up there, were it the ones for me, Epstein is still alive, and listens to best best friends pod.